Previously on the Dice Girls. Kind of huddled in the corner is a small family of dirt-streaked, terrified-looking gnomes. Uh, I'm I'm Ellie. This is this is Rixie, and uh, that's Wimble, our son. Please don't tell anyone that we're here. We have to stay hidden. Trigus, you were not exaggerating about your talent, my friend. We would be more than happy to have you perform as our opening act this evening at the Playhouse. Wonderful. And before your eyes, a small round door opens up into the side of the hill, and you suddenly find yourself standing in front of a small room in the hill, um, and inside this room, you see 40 to 50 gnomes. And as this door opens up, all 40 to 50 (laughs) or so of these gnomes turn to look at you. What will happen now that our adventurers have finally found the gnomes? Will Trigus make it back to town in time for his performance? And is someone going on a date? You're about to find out. With sugar and spice and a roll of the dice, you're listening to The Dice Girls. (laughs) The three of you have just walked into the Gnome Resistance. And 50 little pairs of eyes turn to look at you. Romulus's cheeks go red. You can tell he's embarrassed that he kind of interrupted this meeting. Uh, the blush extends all the way to the end of his pointy nose. <laughs> and uh, the gnome at the front of the room who was speaking to the others, he looks shocked for a moment. Um, and then very quickly, his face breaks out into a wide grin, <gasps> oh. and he just says, meeting adjourned. Uh-huh. And the gnomes, several of them, immediately get out of their st- seats and start approaching you guys. Um, they all look really happy to see Romulus. And they're greeting you as well. They're, they're kind of a little a little hesitant. Uh, they, they don't know you and your strangers, but they trust Rom, and he has brought you here, so obviously there's a good reason for it. Hello, little people. We are here. I am Trigus Garganath. I have been sent by the Broken Woman to save all of you. Please, please line up and Rachna will carry you on her massive shoulders. Wait, what? We must save the little people. They look good. They're safe here. Are they safe? Can we? We gotta talk about this. We gotta stop letting this happen. Rachna is super straight-faced and super embarrassed and doesn't know what to do. And Mara just kind of slowly face palms. <laughs> the gnomes are really good-natured and they just laugh. They kind of, they, they laugh at Trigus. Um, they think he's joking. And they, they're very jokey uh, people, so they, they take it in good humor and they uh, they they just they laugh Trigus and they like you can tell that they instantly are 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 warmed up to you they like you a whole bunch that's a relief <laughs> <laughs> so the gnome who was at the front of the room finally is able to kind of make his way back you can see that he has stopped he's been stopped a little bit um, as he makes his way back to you to talk to some of the other gnomes um, but he he comes back to you and uh, he along with everyone else is is wearing that patchwork cloak and he comes on back and he looks at the the three of you and he says well well hello there uh thank you so much for bringing rom to us it's been so long since we've seen our old friend uh i'm bilric what's your names i'm trigus garganath trigus it's nice to meet you and he holds out his hand to shake your hand <laughs> do you shake that you oh yes I, I shake <laughs> his hand and then i pick him up and i slowly hug him oh, no. <laughs> 
no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's he's from water. He doesn't know how we do things. <laughs> he's from water. Bilric is laughing. Rockness trying to like reach to grab him, but doesn't know if that's appropriate, and so doesn't quite grab him and reaches. Back. And Trigus is turning away. <laughs> Trigus, no. Put the Please man put down. down. Trigus. Well, Trigus, as much as I'm enjoying this hug, I'd like to be back on the floor, please. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm sorry about him. Uh, it, it, he's eccentric. Uh, I'm, I'm Rachna. Rachna, nice to meet you. And he reaches out his hand to shake yours. I shake his hand normally. <laughs> <laughs> and you, young lady, what's your name? My name is Mara. Mara, nice to meet you. And he reaches out his hand to shake his hand. Thanks for welcoming <laughs> this group of weirdos into your your secret club cave. Well, it's called the Scuttle here. We call this the this our headquarters. It's called the Scuttle. And uh, we just thank you for, for coming. I don't, I'm not sure why exactly Rom brought you, I can guess, but I know if he brought you here, there's a great reason for it. Bilric goes over to Romulus and, and they give each other a hug. Romulus uh, speaks up and says, well, these three are actually interested in joining the Gnome Resistance. I'm, I'm pretty sure, right, you guys? Yeah. Yes. Pilrick kind of looks up at Romulus knowingly and says, what about the box? And Romulus says, they passed the test. They were able to deliver the box without opening it, I think. And I should get credit for stopping these two ladies from opening the box. Not true. Sure. That's not what happened. <laughs> we had to stop him. Bilric laughs. Uh, you know, young lady, I believe uh, I believe your story is probably closer to accurate. He gives you a little wink. <laughs> well, uh, well, let me take a look at you. And he starts to slowly walk around the three of you, kind of like studying you. And he's rubbing his chin a little bit and saying, hmm, and nodding to himself. And when he gets back around to the front, he says, we should all sit down somewhere and, and chat a little bit before we officially welcome you to the resistance. Uh, follow me to my office. While we follow, I lean over to Rock and I say, should we tell them about Ellie and Rixie and Wimble? Oh, yeah. We should, right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want help, but... 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 We should help but, them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so as you guys follow him, um, he walks back towards the, the front of the room and you can see there's a doorway. Um, Rockna, you have to duck your head a little bit. It's a little <laughs> it's a little short for, for you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's something I've never done before. <laughs> Rockna has, has, yeah. <laughs> Ashley has not. No, Rockna has to duck her head. Uh, it's a little short. You guys are right at home. You're good. Um, <laughs> and um, you get back into Bilric's office, and it's very unkempt and unorganized. You can see papers, parchment everywhere. There's just, uh, it's a mess in there. There's maps laid out on the table. There's uh, things like that. And you also see uh, tacked up on the wall little drawings of different things um, clearly made by a child. And um, he's just got all sorts of things all over uh, his office. And he, he walks around um, to the other side of his desk and he has a seat. And he kind of just just looks at you guys for a moment. Your room, it exploded. Well, you know, uh, it's, it's a little hard to keep, keep up with things. There's so many things uh, going on with the resistance nowadays that cleaning and organizing hasn't quite been at the top of my list. Ah. So tell me a little bit about yourselves. What what can you guys offer the gnome resistance? I can play the bagpipes. Oh. <laughs> that's that's a, 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 a respected talent, dear sir. Thank you. But how exactly will it help us? Uh, it will bring you great joy. 
it's it's true. He could he could uh, he could easily entertain everyone down here and keep them in good spirits. I know it's can't be easy uh, being cooped up down here. Uh, so. Um, <laughs> Ragna's having a very hard time defending Trigus, but she's trying her best. <laughs> um, but also, we, we're all uh, fi- fighters. <laughs> he cocks his head and raises an eyebrow at you because clearly you're not sure about this. Okay, well, I can speak for myself very clearly. I can, I can fight. I uh, and I'm a, and I'm a paladin. I can, uh, I can help heal people too. Oh, a little bit. A little. <laughs> well, you know, we could always use he- healing is something we could always use more of around here. And Ashley, roll me a persuasion <laughs> check. A D twenty. Four. <laughs> oh no! I can only add a plus one for my charisma. I don't have anything for okay. persuasion. All right, so five. Yeah, fine. <laughs> well, uh, healing healing is something we could always use more of around here. I'm not so sure how my guys would feel about a bagpipe player. Um, is there anything else, Trigus, that you can bring to the table that might be of use to our resistance? I have a uh, tiny cage with no door. Oh, and a, the rope of inconvenience. I'm sorry, the what? The <laughs> rope of inconvenience. And what, what exactly is the rope of inconvenience? It's always too short for what you need it for. The knots come undone sim- spontaneously. It's a thing of wonder. And I have my rock. Your rock? Oh, no. Yes. Would you like to smell it? <laughs> Pilrick looks very confused. Uh, you know what, though? Um, we're, we're adventurers. That's how we got here. Uh, we could maybe, maybe we could do missions that are needed. Yeah, Trigus does have a sword. He does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a sword! Now, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> so, uh, so Trigus, can you fight? Yes, and uh, occasionally I can hit things. Well, you know that that's we're in, we're we're pretty in need of some people. That sounds that sounds okay with me. And what about you, young lady? And he turns to Mara. What what exactly can you bring to the resistance? Um. Well, I also have a sword and I have a bow. Are you good at your bow? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And and uh, and the three of you are are willing to to join and 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 fight and and go on missions for us. Is that what I'm understanding? Yes. Yeah. What what makes you want to help us? Do we tell about how the anorexia now? Uh, you know, yeah, that's kind of why we're here, right? Yeah. because we met the three of them? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We're here to uh, protect Wimble. When you say Wimble, he suddenly looks at you, and his eyes get so big, and he says, what? You, uh, you, you know... Ellie and, and Rixie and, and Wimble? You know Ellie and Rixie and Wimble? We we met them. That's... Where? <laughs> like, uh Carmia Caverns. Yeah. Where where is that? It's in the it's in the Kainan jungle, uh south of here. <laughs> how how long ago did you did you see them? Uh it was it was about a week ago, uh maybe a little longer. Bilric whistles, a very specific whistle, you like, like there's like three notes to it, and someone rushes into his office, and it's another gnome, and he's, again, wearing the patchwork cloak, and, and Bilrick says, these adventurers saw, they saw Ellie and, and Rixie and Wimble in the, in the Carmilla Caverns send a team immediately to go get them. Well, well, wait, they didn't want to be found. I mean, I think it's right for us to tell you, but 
but they didn't want to be found. They didn't feel safe anywhere else. I appreciate you being willing to keep their secret. Um, Ellie is my sister. Aww. They left three days before we got the invitation to form the resistance here in a safe place in Narstad. I sent a team out after them to try and find them, and with no success, and we've been searching for them ever since. And just to know that even a week ago they were safe, I can't tell you what that means to me. We need to go find them. Trigus is crying. <laughs> because I'm crying. <laughs> The other gnome nods and, and immediately leaves the room. Um, and and Bilric, he takes a moment and he just kind of looks at the three of you and, and says, I, I can't thank you enough for that information. I can't tell you what that means to us. Even just knowing that they've made it as far as they have is, is probably the best news I've heard in a long time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. If it were just up to me personally, I would absolutely this very minute accept you into our resistance. Uh, I do need to talk to a couple of my compatriots, and I will make a very strong case for why the three of you should be allowed to, to join our ranks. I think you're going to be a very good ally to the gnomes, and I look forward to, to working with you. But for now, um, I'm, I'm going to need to have some meetings with my compatriots, and um, I'm going to have Rom take you back to Narstad, but I want you, the three of you to report back here very early in the morning. Meet back at Rom's shop before sunup tomorrow morning. Does that sound doable to the three of you? Yeah. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you have any questions before I send you on your way and start to... Uh, Get you guys processed for being in the resistance. What about the little man whose head exploded? (gasps) He cocks his head and looks at you. I'm sorry, say that again? We tried to save a little man because his head was hurting and he was screaming. And we went to get the purple stuff, which is where we found Wimble. But by the time we made it back to rescue, the little man's head had already exploded. Garrick? Oh, and and Bilric, he looks he looks very very sad. Garrick was a good he was a good friend. Thank you, thank you for for letting me know um, what happened. Um, you guys seem like you have maybe seen a lot, and uh, I I appreciate your information. Um, thank you so much. I will be able to tell you more information tomorrow when you come back. And he kind of looks at Romulus and, and nods, and, and Rom kind of gestures for the three of you to, to follow him as he leads you out of uh, Billwork's office and back towards the door of the um, scuttle. Um, okay, <laughs> on my way out, though, I, I turn to Billwork before I go to leave, and I tell him I'm, I'm very sorry for your loss, and I'll bow my head with my with my hands up in a way that shows him that like uh he's uh he's in my prayers i appreciate that thank you so much so uh rom leads you back through the entrance uh to the scuttle uh he heads back towards the tunnel entrance which you guys didn't notice before because you were too busy looking at the wildflowers it's in the it's in the trunk of a big oak tree uh that's kind of where you came out of and uh he pushes a knot in the tree when he gets there and the door slides open and you guys make your way um back down the tunnel when you get to the other end he motions for you to be still for a moment um and instead of opening up to the fountain in the city square um the floor beneath you begins begins to rumble and you begin to slowly descend into another tunnel. 
uh, down below this first one. It looks identical to the one that you just came from. It's lined with torches. It's got dirt walls on either side. Uh, it's a bit cooler than the first tunnel was. And you follow Rom down that tunnel as it gradually slopes up and up. And when you reach the end of it, he knocks three times on um, a wall, the wall at the other end of the tunnel, and you see a sliver of light as a door cracks open and he disappears through the door. Let's go. Okay. All right, yeah, your eyes take a moment to adjust uh, to the sunlight again. Uh, you're in an empty alleyway and you realize that you're back in the Neaths. And when you look at the door that you just came from, uh, you can see it closing and it looks just like part of the wall of the building that you're uh, standing behind. And um, you kind of follow Rom, and next to that um, door, uh, next to that false door, is is his building. You realize it's his his jewelry shop, and uh, he uh, stops in front of his door and says, "Well, I, uh, you guys heard Billrick. I will, I will see you here very early tomorrow morning. Please be here before sunup. Um, it's it's much more convenient to enter the fountain when I don't have to create a distraction." <laughs> So please, please be here before sunup tomorrow morning and I'll be ready for you. Cool. We can do that. After Rom says that to you, he disappears. Uh, He says, I need, I need to tuck in for the, for the afternoon. I have a lot to do, but I will see you three tomorrow morning. And he turns and he disappears into the shop. Greetings, listeners. Are you looking to add more D&D fun to your lineup? Then be sure to check out Party Advantage, a D&D 5th edition play podcast featuring two campaigns alternating each week. In the Arius adventures, you'll set off into the land of Arius, from the ancient dragon gods that created this world to the rise and fall of various races and civilizations. This land has history that stretches far into times long forgotten. Our heroes find themselves on a journey that will take them to the busy city of gnomes, the gilded halls of the high elves, and to the deepest depths of the Underdark. Then in the Farwind Saga, you'll travel with our group of anti-heroes for their suspense-filled exploits as they explore the enigmatic continent of Farwind. This is an ancient land lost to the histories of Faerun, where mystery and danger shroud the deep forest, forbidden mountains, and dark mires. Yet every risk offers tantalizing rewards to those brave enough to take them. Will these parties gain the advantage on their next encounter? Find out every Wednesday on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you then! Hey guys, it's Becca, your DM here for another Dice Girl solo, and I just want to say thank you so much for listening to our show. We just have a few quick announcements today, and then we can hop right back into it. The first thing I want to tell you guys about is our Discord server. It is up and running, and we're having all sorts of crazy fun shenanigans in there. So if you want to come and chat with fans of the show, as well as all four of us Dice Girls, we are all in there, and the link is on our Twitter page, which is at the Dice Girls. Check it out and come and chat with us. We're having a blast. Speaking of having a blast, I got to stream live last night, my very first one shot on Scraticus Academy, and it was amazing. If you missed it, I believe you can still find it on their channel, which is twitch.tv slash Scraticus. 
We want to say thank you to Zach from Beta Games for interviewing us for his podcast the other day. Uh, subscribe to him on Twitter. He's at Beta Games HQ so that you can hear that podcast episode when it comes out, along with other great interviews with other people who are involved in the tabletop role-playing game community. Thank you so much, Zach. We had a great time. For you guys, our listeners, we have gotten you a Christmas present. We're pretty excited, but you can't open it until our next episode, which will come out on December 31st, and that's when we're going to have a pretty exciting announcement for you guys. It's going to be a little late for Christmas, um, but we promise that it's a good one. We're so excited, and... I just, I can't wait to tell you guys what we have planned for 2019. If you want to get us something for Christmas, tweet about our show. You can do so using the the Dice Girls hashtag because word of mouth is really the absolute best way to grow our show so that we can do more fun stuff for you guys. So yeah, make sure you tweet about us and use that hashtag, the Dice Girls. Thanks again for listening. We're going to hop right back into the show and I'll chat with you guys again in a couple of weeks. Okay, Trigus. Okay, <laughs> yes. We need to have a talk about everything that just happened. Oh, about the wondrous uh, uprising? Uh, yes. Yeah. I need you to not say anything. Anything. To anyone. Very important that you don't talk about it. But we must uh, tell people of our adventures. No. Mm, not this one. Not this Why? one. Why? Because it's secret. It's a secret. They're hiding so they're safe. Oh, yeah. and if I tell people they may not be safe, yes. oh, I will keep the secret. Yeah, just like we yes. kept Wimble a secret. Wimble. <laughs> we yes. got to keep these people a secret, too. Yes, I will protect Wimble by keeping it a secret. Yes. Okay, yeah, and don't tell anyone that we went into the, the fountain or anything like that. We Pretty much everything over the past <laughs> like couple hours is yeah. off limits for you to talk about. Nothing about the... The flowers, the, pa- the, flowers, the potion, the, the patchwork thing. Ah, flag. Uh, got it. Yeah, got it. None okay. of it. Understood. Cool. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys have that talk with Trigus, and you now find yourself in the Neath, standing outside of Romulus's jewelry shop. Should we go to the blacksmith? Yeah, let's go to the blacksmith. <laughs> I think Rockna deserves a treat. <laughs> I don't know if she can afford a treat, but. We could look. We could see if there's anything. Maybe I could play the bagpipes and <laughs> win you an axe. An axe. That sounds unlikely, but I'll take my chances. <laughs> All right, so you guys go um, into the blacksmith uh, shop, and this very much more meets your expectations for what you think a blacksmith should look like. You can you can hear tools being being pounded in the in the in the back it's it's warm from all of the fire that he's using to forge the different tools um and there is a very friendly looking dwarven man uh who hears the door open and he and he greets you says hello uh hello strangers i don't believe we've met welcome to my shop hello my uh my companion is in need of an axe uh what what sort of axe i've got uh hand axes uh we've got a great axe we have battle axes what do, what kind of axe would would you be looking for? Uh, Rockna's eyes get real big. <laughs> um, I need a I need a one-handed axe. Um, the the badlier the better, the better. <laughs> the badlier the better. Yeah, 
there are some that are battle axes and some that aren't battle oh, axes. Oh, battle Yeah. Okay. The battle-ier. Yeah, yeah the battle-ier the better, because I don't... I don't know what other specifications to give this man. <laughs> Just pretend Rachna said something very good sounding. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, if you're looking for a one-handed axe that uh, gets rid of the great axe, that's definitely a two-handed, uh, two-handed weapon. So uh, that leaves you with uh, the hand axe, and it sounds like you'd be more interested in our battle axe. Um, that one is ten gold, and uh, it's oh. not a not a bad weapon. Do you have any? Do you have any throwing weapons though? Ooh. I do have a variety of throwing weapons available. Uh, as far as throwing weapons. Weapons. I uh, I offer daggers. Um, you can you can throw the hand axe. Um, of course, we have javelins. Light hammers are available. Uh, you've got your spears. Of course, I've got spears. I also have darts. If you have a blowgun, and if you don't, I have blowguns. Um, and I also have any bows that you might need, uh, along with whatever you might want to stock those with. I was thinking about the javelins, though. That just sounds fun. <laughs> I think Rockna would have fun with javelins. I think so, too. I will buy... I think four is probably an okay number. Uh, yeah, I'll get... I'll buy four. All right, four javelins for the for the beautiful woman. And what else can I get for the two of you? Anything? Rockna blushes intensely and, and, <laughs> and attempts to go for her gold pouch, but is shaking She's fumbling a, a little bit. <laughs> she drops a couple of gold pieces on the ground. <laughs> She fumbles and gets her gold off the ground, but she does she does pay him. Okay, yes, he, he takes your two gold pieces and winks at you. <laughs> oh <laughs> Will there be anything for the uh for the other two lovely folks? I think Rockness is kinda stuck there and she's like holding the javelins and she's like, now what do I do? <laughs> I think I think I'm good. Do you need anything, Trigus? No, I don't think I do, but why don't you join us for the performance this evening? And you can escort lovely Rachna. <laughs> he, uh, he, he looks at you, Trigus, and, uh, well, what, what, what sort of performance? I, it will be a magical performance. I will be playing the bagpipes. And where? I'm, I, I ask where, but is this going to be at Verstam's Playhouse? <laughs> yes, it is. Well, I would be honored to escort this <laughs> lovely lady to the Playhouse this evening. <laughs> Would you, would you be my guest this evening to the playhouse? Uh, uh, um, 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 <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> he looks real excited. Rockna's got a date. Rockna's <laughs> still standing there holding four javelins in her two hands. <laughs> Sweating profusely. <laughs> I always appreciated a woman who could know good weaponry when she saw it. into one arm and holds them so she can shake his hand. He shakes her hand real vigorously. <laughs> it's nice meeting you. I'm Rachna, as he, as you already heard. Well, Rachna, I look forward to seeing you tonight. I'll make sure to put on my best. <laughs> Rachna has a lovely sunflower dress. <gasps> That's right! Does she? <laughs> I believe she may wear it this evening. <laughs> I would... I would, I would, I would Rockness face is as red as it can possibly get at this point. Well, uh, well, that sounds lovely. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you. Shall we meet outside the playhouse before the show? Okay, I'll, I'll see you tonight. And she turns and looks at him and says that and smiles a little when she when she's on her way out the door. He grins at you and waves. All right, uh, guys, are we are we done here? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I believe so. <laughs> I can't believe Rockness has a date. <laughs> Finally finds a place to put her jacket. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay.
okay, guys, uh, can we go do something else somewhere else now? <laughs> I can't believe that just happened. What did you just rope me into? A date, apparently. He found you quite attractive. I haven't done this before. It'll be fine. We'll help you through it. Do you have a lot of dating experience, Trigus? Why, yes, I do. <laughs> He's a bard, you guys. He absolutely has dating experience. <laughs> He's the most charming person ever. Everyone loves him. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, Rachna's like wringing her hands a little and she turns to Mara and says, so you guys will help me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. This is precious. She's trying not, she's trying not to offend Trigus, but is like definitely only wants help from Mara. I think she's imagining like being like slimed with a fish to get this fish smell or something. Like, <laughs> I don't think you're too far off. I don't know perfume, clearly. <laughs> uh, any other shops you guys want to hit? Uh, maybe you guys can score dates too. <laughs> I already have a date. I have a date with Destiny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, uh, do we have Do we have a place to stay tonight? Should we figure out accommodations? Oh yeah, maybe? we might want to go get a room so you can change. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was kind of what I was getting to. <laughs> now that we promised him that I'm going to wear a dress, I have to put the dress on. I just don't. I didn't think I was ever going to wear it. <laughs> it's probably not in very good condition, but I'll I'll, I'll wear it. I think. Okay. Should we go back to Morgan? And get a room. Okay, yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's go back to Morgan and get a room. Uh, you guys head back to Round the Pub, and when you walk in the door, uh, Morgan looks up from um, polishing the bar and, and gives you a big smile and says, "Well, did you did you guys manage to find Romulus? We did. Yes, we. I I give a pointed look to Trigus. <laughs> we did. We we did meet Romulus, and, and nothing he- happened. <laughs> oh." Nothing. Well, okay. All right. But at least you met him. Yes. Yes, Yes. we did. Perfect. What can I do for your fine folks? Rachna has a date this evening. Does she? (laughs) Morgan just seems pleased as punch. Um, It's really not that big a deal, uh, but we need a room. Well, absolutely. You, you, uh, you can, we've got uh, plenty of rooms available this evening. Okay. Yeah, uh, 10 gold per night is the going rate for a room in here. And I'm I'm happy to happy to have you three here. Thank you. Uh, Morgan takes your gold pieces, and then she shows you up to your room. It's a it's a standard tavern room. There's a couple of cots in there. This one, unlike the rusty spoon, has a bathroom actually in the room. It's a little oh. fancier uh, than than what you had back in um, Adoran. And uh, and yeah, so you she shows you up to your room. Wonderful. <laughs> I'd like to go see myself. You go into the bathroom, and it's a bigger, more fancy mirror than the oh, last yeah. one. It's glorious. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and I'm just spinning in circles, looking over my shoulder. You guys should see this. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet I bet that's great, Trigus. Rachna pulls out the dress that it, it's stashed away in a pocket off to the side by itself. So it's not like touching everything else. Um, and she pulls it out and it's kind of wrinkly, but she lays it out on one of the beds and uh, and starts <laughs> like trying to straighten it out a little. And she looks a little excited. <laughs> uh, Trigus, why don't you exit the bathroom so that 
Rockna can get changed into her yes. in her lovely dress. Yes. All right, I go in there and change into the sunflower dress. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of clunking as I have to pull off a bunch of belts and weapons and stuff. <laughs> and I step out, and I've still i still got my like boots on. <laughs> <laughs> and I go. I don't. I didn't have any. I don't have any shoes that go with this. <laughs> I hope this is okay. <laughs> I think you look great, Rachna. I, I don't feel right without my weapons. I want to put some of them back on. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be very Rachna to just it keep would, a yeah. belt. Yep. I think yeah. it would be very Rachna to have this sunflower dress and then just weaponed up. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yep. Uh, I do that. I like that. <laughs> you look glorious. Uh, oh, uh, she like straightens out the skirt a little bit. She's like, uh, thanks. I don't, I haven't worn a dress in her like a really long time. This is weird. Should I do something with my Ooh, hair? Can Mara braid Rockna's hair? <laughs> yes, yes, please. <laughs> this is wonderful. And all I can think is this is what happens when we play D&D with a bunch of girls. <laughs> realizes she's tall and so she sits on the bed <laughs> i feel like i should do like a cool like a like a because you've got like a side shape right yeah hmm. you like like a cool like waterfall style braid that sounds pretty yeah. wow do like me it. next <laughs> she does have long hair i like it so much i'm not even gonna make your roll dexterity for it <laughs> you just do it you have nimble fingers you're a rogue yeah you make this beautiful waterfall braid on trigus i do a fishtail braid <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Do you tell him what it's called? Please tell him what it's called. Trigus, this is called a fishtail braid. Oh, that is perfect. And I like I fling it over his shoulder so he can see that it looks like a fishtail. It's a me braid. <laughs> Do you have a tail, Trigus? Uh, no, me a don't. vestigial little stub, I believe. <laughs> Trigus has Trigus has a stub. <laughs> it has like a little tail on it, right? It's like a little fish tail. Like almost like somebody just glued the the tail of a fish to you. Yes. That's what I'm imagining. Yes, and when I'm happy it wags. It's <laughs> <laughs> just sort of constantly wagging, isn't it? <laughs> yes, most of the time. Unless we are fighting fairy eels or angry dogs, then it goes silent. <laughs> I think Rakta and Mara are just like rolling laughing. Mara is pretty normal for her to be rolling laughing at this point. But I think Rakta is just like so flustered that she can't help but like laugh at this entire situation. <laughs> but mostly at Trigus. <laughs> <laughs>